But at the same time, you need church because you need God. That's Amen. Right, right, right. Gone are the years that you feel like you can do it by yourself. If you could do it by yourself, you would have been able to, to do everything you was wanting to do already. Amen. So let's get into the message. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30. It says, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report. Y'all see that? And they brought an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land, though, uh, the land through which we had gone to the... Uh, the land which we have gone to search it is a land that giveth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there saw that, and there we saw giants, the son of Anak. Notice what they said. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giant, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight. Notice what they're saying. We are, we are in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. It's interesting. You, you feeling like you're a grasshopper in their sight, and you don't even know them. Oh boy, let me. I, I, I ain't gonna even go there yet. I'm. I ain't even got started yet. Saint John, Amen. Chapter one, Amen. Amen. Saint John, chapter one. Amen. Saint John, chapter one. And it reads, starting at the fourth verse, and it says, "From the wilderness in this Lebanon, even unto the river, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates." All the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. And there shall be, and there shall not be any man able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, this is Joshua chapter 1, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong. Somebody say, be strong. Be strong. And of a good courage, for unto this people thou shalt divide an inheritance. Uh, thou shalt divide that thou shalt divide an inheritance of the land which I swore unto the, your fathers, unto their fathers rather, to give thee. Only be strong. He said it a second time, verse seven. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. Notice key thing: to observe to do what the law said, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right or to the left that thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou go. Amen. St. James chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. It says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith what? By my works. By my works. Amen. Ephesians 4. Amen. Verses 21 to 24. It says, If so be that ye have heard of him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off the former conversations, the old man, somebody say, get rid of the old, which is corrupt to the deceitful lust. Check key thing. It's got deceitful lust in it. That means it's lust that'll trick you. Tell your neighbor, your lust to trick you. Your lust to trick you. 
and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Tap your mind and say, Lord, help me get my mind right. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you may be able to put on, that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. True holiness. True holiness. Not none of this new holiness that ain't got no standards. True holiness. My last scripture, uh, Colossians 1, verses 12 through 17, it says, Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us to meet, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Key thing, we've been translated. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creation, creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, or in the in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be, now notice these things, thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. All things consist. I just want to minister really quick. Uh, have you decided to think and walk differently? Amen. Have you decided to think and walk differently? <clears throat> I think if there's ever a time that we hear so much about change and about doing things differently, it's at the beginning of every year. It's at the beginning of every year. And so at this point in time, we see a lot of people have decided to fast. A lot of people have decided to have a Daniel's fast. They've decided to have an absolute fast. People are all across America and across the world are fasting in this day and time. They're fasting, amen, that they'll get their spirit man together. And so in a lot of churches right now, they're talking about setting a new year and getting their spirit man right. In the natural, we see a lot of people at this time, we see spikes in the healthcare uh, arena as far as fitness. We see a lot of people now saying, I'm going to go to the gym. We see changes in nutrition where people say, I'm going to start to eat right. I'm going to stop eating uh, bad and I'm going to make sure that I do the things that are necessary to lose weight. And we see even a lot of people are looking at their lives and saying, from now on, I'm going going to do some things. I'm going to do something with my life. I'm tired of living the same old way. I'm tired of going through the same old thing. And so year after year, people look for a new statement of the church. They look for, is it going to be 2020, a new vision? They're going to look for, is it going to be 2020, the best year I ever had? They're looking for different things to inspire them and to motivate them. But there is no greater motivation. There's no greater inspiration than that of the Holy Ghost bringing change in your life when you are a yielded vessel. Change will never come to your life as long as you want to do it your way, as long as you want to have it your mindset, as long as you want to feel like you have the plan without God. You feel like you have the plan because you got the man, but you fail to realize that the most important avenue, the most important key person that you needed was God. And so many times people feel like, 
I can do it on my own. I'm going to do it my way. They even had a song, I'm going to do it what? My way. And so everybody is looking for new ways in this day and time. But guess what? After a while, you're going to have to eventually learn to either walk in it or you're going to fall off. Amen. It's easy for a lot of people to have a lot of money in January and February because a lot of people, if they don't have high income, they getting some tax refund. Yes. And so then at that point in time, everybody's feeling like they're bald. And I'm going to say it before it even comes. Everybody feel like they're bald and in the beginning of the year. But how is your finances at the middle of the year? How about in the month of November and October? How is your finances? How are your finances in the month of August? Why is it all of a sudden that you fell off? It was because you started. The Bible even said, how did you, what be, who have bewitched you? He told the Galatians, who have bewitched you? How have you began in the spirit and ended in the flesh? You've easily started. You did run well, the scripture said. You started out doing the right thing, but at some point in time, because your mindset didn't change and your ways never changed it, you went back to ground zero. You became the same old selfish person you was. You became the same old evil person you was. You became the same old jealous person you was. Come on, come on. Became the same old uh, 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 lustful person you was. Yeah. You became the same old thing. And guess what? When you follow the same old thing, people know how you are. Amen. They can follow your pattern. Mm -hmm. They can follow the way that you do things. Mm -hmm. And if I know anything about you, you're easily manipulated when I know how you are. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Amen. But if you come to a point in your life that you realize, wait a minute, I've been going through this too long. I've been poor too long. I've been frustrated too long. I've been lonely too long. I've been irritated too long. You realize that there's a glitch in the system. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? There's a glitch in the system. There's a glitch in my situation that I'm always finding myself used and abused. I'm finding myself alone. I'm finding myself frustrated. I have to do something differently. I started out well. I lost two pounds. I lost three pounds. And now I'm eight pounds heavier than I was when I first started. There has to be some type of transformation. I was a loving person, and then people made me mad, and then all of a sudden I got tired of being mad and went back to being loving and got used all over again. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. There has to be a change of your mindset and a change of your actions. James made the statement, you say you have faith, and I'll say that I have works. And I'll show you my faith by my works. It's amazing in the church. So many people talk about the faith that they have in God until life situations come. You have faith in God when you're at the church, but do you have faith in God when it really comes down to your life? When it comes down to your kids, do you have faith? What happened to that faith that you was talking about? I believe God for everything is what you hear people say. But then after God take too long, then they don't have the faith to believe him no more. Faith is something that has to be demonstrated. The Bible says faith is the substance for things hoped for and what? The evidence of things not seen. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is not something that you go by just because it's the word of the day. Faith is not something that we do, I mean that we live. Faith is something that we do. The Bible says what? The just shall live by what? By faith. How are you living today? 
Are y'all listening to what I just said? How are you living today? What are you leaning on? Where is your faith at? Where is your leaning at? Where is your trust at? Where is your where is your hope at? Have you decided that I'm going to lean on God and that I'm going to trust God for my situations? Or are you still trying to fix it? Because if you're still trying to fix it your way, you haven't decided to think and walk different. You're doing the same old thing that you was doing before. And this year is just going to be another year of the same old thing if you keep on thinking and walking the same way that you did previous years. This ain't going to be no blessed year for you if you keep walking in a cursed lifestyle. Oh, boy, y'all don't want to. The Bible says, I know that people don't like it mentioned, but the Bible says it is better to give than receive. And the first thing we think about is money. But what we don't realize is that the principle of better giving than receiving goes beyond money. When was the last time you gave your time? Sometimes your time is more important than your money. Because you can always get money. I know some of y'all don't think so. But you can always find ways to gain money. But you can never get your time back. You can never, and so because you can't get your time back, you should value the time that you got. You should realize, look, I wasted too many years on foolishness. I have to start to change some things. I've wasted too many, uh, uh, I've wasted so much time. And do you know when you waste time with people, you waste energy. You waste rest. You waste mental stability. You really do. Because when you're wasting time with people that don't want to change, guess what? All you're doing is wearing yourself down. You ain't wearing them down. Come on, come on. Because they never had the mindset that they really wanted to change. There's a lot of people that say, I'm changing next year. I'm changing this year. And they change for a good two hours, a good two days, a good two weeks. But they never really change. And guess what? They stay in the same place that they've always been in. And so Joshua is encouraged by the Lord. Joshua is encouraged by the Lord that God is with them. And so one of the things that we have to realize is when we decide to make changes, we're, we're able to make changes with the mindset and the assurance that God is with us. So let me give you some points. When you realize God is with you, there's a level of authority that you walk in. When you understand that God is with you, you realize not only am I walking by faith, but I'm walking with authority. The Bible says that all, when Jesus wrote, he said, all authority has been given unto me, right? But the Bible says that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive what? Deutimus, what is which is power, right? When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, why aren't you allowing Holy Ghost power to work in your natural life? Tell your neighbor, if you got the Holy Ghost, you got power. And so when you have power, you understand there's a way of authority that I walk in. There's a level of authority that I walk in. You realize I'm not going to be afraid of no devil. You realize I'm not going to be afraid of no devil. Some of y'all are afraid of the devil. And you say you had the Holy Ghost. You don't realize that you got power. How is it that you got authority? He said, 
These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Yeah. They shall cast out devils. Aren't you a believer? If you don't believe that, then why are you afraid of the devil? I thought you was a believer. Your mind ain't changing. You still trying to do it on your own mindset. But when you realize you have authority, there are some things that you just don't allow the devil to just do. Now, he may sneak up and sucker punch you, but you're not going to let just let the devil just come and bum rush you. You have to realize that you have authority. The Bible says that when he sent the disciples out, they were marveled at the authority that they had. And sometimes as saints, we should be, some of us are marveled at the power of God that is exercised in our life. One of the things that we never understand is, is that if you don't uh, have the mindset of what it means to walk in authority, you won't walk in it. You want to know why? Because if you don't know what authority is, you're clueless to what I'm talking about. Amen. When you walk in authority, if, if, if you ever been to a person that owns a business, they have a certain level of authority to say, okay, we're going to keep her. We're going to fire him. We're going to keep this person. We're going to change this. We're going to change the, we're changing the name. They have authority to make changes. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I guess y'all didn't get it. When you walk in authority, you have authority to make changes. You have the authority to say, at this point in time, this ain't going to happen no more. I got authority. My money is not going to run dry this year. I got authority. I got increase on my life. I have authority. I'm walking in authority. I'm making some changes. When you have authority at your house, when you realize you got authority at your house, you say what goes and what don't go at your house. Oh, boy. Unless you don't have the authority at your house. But when you have authority and you realize you got authority, you can make all the changes you want. This is, my, in the words of my wife, this is my house. You, you got to say, look, this is, this is my land. This is my, this is my increase. You ain't going to just come and take my increase. There, there's going to have to be a battle going on. There's going to have to be a fight going on. This is mine. When you realize you got authority, you realize this is mine. And you, I ain't going to just let you take it. This is mine. I got authority over this. The second thing is when, when you're walking with God and you have the mindset to think and to change, you realize that you walk with a God assurance that just like he mentioned it to Joshua, God is with you as long as you walk with him in obedience throughout your life. Let me say that again. That God is with you as you walk through life and the key is. Let me say that in a different way. And the key is, is that you got to follow his leading, even if you don't like it. Yes. Let me help you. The Bible says that what? Obedience is better than sacrifice. If obedience is better than sacrifice, then what is the problem with us? The problem is, is that we want to be disobedient. Wow. Oh, did I get quiet when I said that? The problem is, is that we don't want to, we would rather sacrifice than obey. Yes. Sometimes our kids like that. Instead of obeying what we say, they would rather sacrifice and get disciplined. Some of y'all would rather God give y'all some discipline mm -hmm. 
Y'all rather God chase y'all. Y'all rather God get on y'all. Y'all rather God take something. Y'all rather go through and lose and sacrifice almost everything. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? They'd rather be obedient to what God is saying. So obedience is better than sacrifice. The Bible says if you are willing and obedient, then you are eat the good of the land. You ain't eating the good of the land because you ain't been obedient yet. And so you have to choose to be obedient above sacrifices. But you won't be obedient if which if you want what you want. And so because you want what you want, you will rather sacrifice. You'll sacrifice your peace. You'll sacrifice your sleep. You might sacrifice your kids. All in the name of wanting what you want. And it causes you to sacrifice some things. Come on, who you in here? You ain't hearing what I'm saying. In the words of Baptist preacher, y'all don't hear me. Sacrifice. We sacrifice so many things. Sometimes we sacrifice our sleep for things that ain't worth us losing our sleep over. How many sleepless nights have we sacrificed? Oh. The Bible says he gives his beloved sleep. How many years and how much sleep have we sacrificed on things that wasn't even worth it? And we sacrificed those things because we wasn't obedient. We just, we, we just wasn't obedient. And so because we wasn't obedient, God said, okay. I said before, you're a blessing and a curse. Choose life, right? Choose the blessed way. Are y'all understanding so if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Maybe you're not eating good right now because you didn't choose the, the, the right path. Mm -hmm. You didn't choose the obedient path. You chose the other path. You didn't choose the blessing. You chose the curse. Wow. Somebody said, you need to shift to the curve trail. Yeah. You, you need to shift to the blessed trail, I mean. You need to shift to the blessed trail. You, you went right and you should have went left. The other thing is that you have to hear the voice of God to encourage and to lead you and allow the gifts of the Spirit to flow in you. Don't force it. Amen. One of the things that, that we don't realize is that following the leading of the Lord is not always as hard as we make it seem. We make it seem like you just got to do all of these great things before God will lead you. But we said we have all of these examples in the Old Testament of men and women that didn't even have a Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And God led them from city to city to city. Yeah. How is it that they were able to follow the leading of the Lord? But we, when we say we got the Holy Ghost and God in us, we don't have his leading. Wow. How is that? And we say we got the Holy Ghost. And they didn't have the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm going to really mess with you. How is it that they were able to be led better than you are? They didn't even have the Holy Ghost. And they realized when God said, I, uh, I want you to go to this city. And they went to that city. How were they able to be led from city to city without the Holy Ghost? And we that got the Holy Ghost ain't led like that. It is because we haven't had a close enough relationship with God where he can show us. 
They had visions, they had dreams, and God showed them things, and they trusted the things that God gave them in vision and dreams. But we don't want to do that. Oh, y'all don't hear And so we have to learn to hear the voice of God. There, there's so many people that, that will pay people for a prophecy, and the reason why they'll do that is because they don't even hear God for themselves. So I would rather pay you than for me to actually pray and get a close enough work with God. I would rather give you a thousand dollars sacrifice. Wow. I would rather sacrifice a thousand dollars than to be obedient and just pray and fast and let God speak to me. Wow. I'd rather sacrifice a $30,000 seed, a $50 seed. If you want a prophecy, a $100 seed, $150. Come on, this is the year. 2020, $2,000 and 20. If you get $2,000 and 20, then God has a word for you. And people would rather sacrifice all this money and sacrifice all this increase yes, instead yes. of just being obedient. And God has said months before that happened, if you would just pray and get in your word. If you would just be obedient, I've been I've been wooing you. I've been telling you, spend some time with me. I want to speak to you. I want to do some things in your life. I want to lead and guide you. But no, you don't want to be obedient. You just want the easy way. So you will sacrifice your increase. And then you wonder how I'm going to pay the bills because you sacrifice increase because you was disobedient. Don't sacrifice your increase for your disobedient ways. Allow God to speak to you. Okay, I want you to do this. Allow God to, don't force it. Allow the gifts of the Spirit to flow. Don't try to have discernment because it's the popular gift of the year. Don't, don't, don't try to have prophecy because it's the popular gift of the year or the gift of healing because it's the pro- popular gift of the year. Have the gift that God gave you. Yes, I know you right. Because God knows you better than you know yourself. And make sure you got enough fruit for your gift. Oh, y'all don't want to talk about that. Because for every gift of the Spirit, there is a fruit of the Spirit that you should demonstrate. The fruit of the Spirit is love, but there's an aspect of love that you should demonstrate with your gift. Have you done that yet? Or are you still waiting for other people to do it for you? My last one is, is set the future with your obedience now. Know your steps and your next step, right? Mm -hmm. Your obedience your steps and your next steps. Make a decision that allows you, make the decision to allow God to be God of your whole life. Y'all get what I'm saying? Sometimes y'all want God to be God of one area, but y'all don't want God to be God of every area. You can't do, God is not a God like that where you can come from. Either they used to have a statement, he's either Lord of all or he's Lord, uh, he's not Lord at all. You got to be willing to allow God to be God over your life. Why is it that we say we love God, but we don't trust his love? How is it? Why is it that we trust God, but we don't trust his love? How many believe God loves you? Well, then if if you believe God loves you, then why don't you? This was a key part. If you don't believe God loves you, then why don't you trust him? Oh, boy, it got quiet. I trust him. At some point in time in your life, 
if you really love God, you're going to have to trust him. And trusting him requires that you give up what you think. His ways are not your ways. And his thoughts are not your thoughts. So guess what? The way that you want it ain't going to come the way that God made is going to do it. When God does it, it's going to be a different way. Are y'all get what I'm saying? God's way is not our way. It is not our way. The Bible says the wisdom of God is foolish to men. The way that God does it is totally crazy in our eyesight. Healing people. I want, I'm a, I want you to dip in the pool of Bethesda. I want you to dip in this dirty pool and I'm going to heal you. That don't make no sense the way that God would do that. He going to spit and then you know, put, make clay out of mud and heal the man's eyesight. That does a totally different way. Normally that'll cause people to fight. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. But when you want healing, you'll be willing to accept it the way God wants to give it to you. Mm -hmm. When you truly want God's way, you will trust Him in all areas, not in the easy areas. One of the best ways that you know that you're growing in God is that you trust Him in the areas that's hard for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Y'all missed that one. Let me say it again for the cheap seats. One of the best ways that you can know that God, that you're growing in your trust with God, is when you start trusting Him in the hard area. Everybody got the easy area that they trust God for. But your growth really comes when, when God says that you will trust Him in the hard area. I don't mean to bring up something old. I hope this doesn't make something tough for my wife, but I hope she understand. But she was finna go through a loss and God said, do you trust me? And with tears in her eyes, she said, God, I trust you. She kept on saying, God, I trust you. Trusting God is not always easy. Sometimes you gotta trust God even when it's hard. Are y'all understanding me? If you really want to walk with God, if you really want to change the way that you think and walk with God, you're going to have to trust him. And trusting God is not going to always be easy sometimes. It is the reason why Abraham told his wife, say you my sister, because he wasn't at the place of trust yet. Trusting God is not always easy, but if you're going to think differently and walk differently, you're going to have to start trusting God in a whole different way. You're going to have to trust him in the hard areas. You're going to have to trust him in the areas that you need growth. Strength comes from building up weak areas. Strength comes from building up the weak areas. You don't get muscles overnight. You get muscles by developing your weak muscles. Your muscles ain't strong yet. But as you begin to exercise that, guess what? You begin to gain strength. You're able to handle more. My God, my God. And so at some point in time, you have to decide. Have you made a decision to change, to think and to have you made a decision to change? And if you have, have you made this the, have you made the decision if, that you're gonna think and walk differently? You gotta do it. You gotta exercise some faith. Stop saying that I'm I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change. No, 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 no. No. You've been saying that for 12 years, and you're still the same old way. 
You say, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God for my car. I'm going to trust God for, mar for, my, uh, for my marriage. I'm going to trust God to send me somebody to marry. And yet still, you still going your own way. You ain't trusted God yet. You still going your own way. So the question is, have you decided to go the way that God wants you to go? Have you decided to change the way that you think and the way that you're going to walk? And the way that you're going to do things. One of the things that you challenge yourself in small areas. I'm going to give you these two points and then I'm done. Challenge your area in small areas. One of the things that I've been doing is I said, okay, I know that I'm not, I don't, my, my son made a statement that he don't like to clean. I said, my daughter made the statement. She said, nobody does, but you got to do it. Very good wisdom. Because if you don't clean your house, then your house will be. If you don't clean your body, your house, will be, your, your your body will be nasty, stinking. You never gonna smell good. It, one of the things that has to happen when kids get older is they have to learn to tell themselves to get into the shower and put on deodorant. That's right. Amen. 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 They're so used to just getting up and they don't stink no more. But you're getting older now. And there's time for a change. And so you have to begin to tell yourself, there's a level of maturity that has to happen to say, I need to get up. It's another day. I need to take a shower and put on some deodorant. Because as long as you think you're okay, you don't think you stink, but everybody else smell your stink. <laughs> and so make some small changes. So one of the things that I've been trying to do, I've been trying to just get in the habit of just straightening up more. You know what I'm saying? So I like to cook, and then I take care of it later. But I'm trying to learn to say, okay, let me get this together. Let me cook this, put this all right here so I can put it in the dishwasher so that when I leave at nighttime, all of the dishes are clean. Instead of me waiting till the morning time to put them in the dishwasher before I go to work and lose time. See, sometimes we sacrifice in areas that we don't want to sacrifice. One of the other areas that... So, Amen. Oh, man. I, I just thought of something. Everybody wants to get to their a point where they're fasting again. Let me give you a real good tip. Let me give you a real good tip. Before you go on a fast and, and give up food and stuff, why don't you go on what I call a, a, a pre pre a pre pre fast, something to prepare you to fast. Boy, I, I might get in trouble with this one. We know that you're ready for, we know that you're so used to Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. You, you used to social media so much that when it comes time for you to fast, it's hard for you to fast because you want to be on Facebook. Maybe you should go on a, me, a social media type of fast where you don't be on social media for a couple, for, I'm not going to be on social media for a half a day. Some of y'all, y'all so addicted to social media, y'all have to do in two hours, four hour sprints. Y'all don't even get through y'all work day. Y'all at work. 
on Facebook. If you're supposed to be on the job, but you won't work on Facebook, making Facebook stats and everything. Why don't you go on the mini, just prepare yourself and, and go on a social media and say, for one whole day, I'm not going to be on no, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? On one whole day, I'm not going to be on social media for one day. And then say, guess what? All right, the next day, I'm going to go on a real fast. I'm going to eat one meal a day. Because some of y'all can't handle doing it the old school way of no food, just water. That's for the old saints who can, who can, the strong ones that can handle it. And so, so listen, go on the first step, then go on the fast. And when you fast, tell your neighbor, when you fast, don't be fasting for what you want. I'm going to say that again. Say again for the cheat Tell your neighbor, when you fast, don't fast for what you want. Because y'all know how we are. Yeah, we want to fast for God to give us the job. We want to fast for God to give us the car. We want to fast for the things that we want. Ah, when you fasting, you're supposed to be getting your spirit right. Fasting, you don't fast for things. You fast for a closer walk with God. Stop doing all of this stupid fasting. I'm a fast so God can can break the, the stronghold of them saying no. No, you got bad credit. Work on your credit. Stop doing all that foolishness. I'm going to fast that God going to send Susie down the road. No, stop doing all of that. Get focused on God. God will send to Susie. See you send to John. I'm God, man. But see, you want to fast for things. Stop being foolish. Stop fasting for things. All you're doing is going on a hunger strike. God don't honor that. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's all it is. Wow. All you did was go on a hunger strike. You might as well just ate. <laughs> because he said, this is the fast that I've chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, right? Yeah, to let the oppressed go free, right? Those are spiritual things. Ain't none of that got to do with if you marry, you want to get married, you are married, the house, a car, a new job, a new business. Ain't none of that got to do with God. Ain't none of that spiritual. All that is stuff that you want. You got to get out of your carnal thinking. My God, my God. If you get your spirit right, God will help you with the carnal. Wow. So, so, so fast to get your spirit right. Look at life differently. You, you got to look at life differently. You got to realize that, guess what? I got to look at my life. In the last 10 years, have you looked and saw all of the things that you've been through and looked and saw the areas that you could have learned from that you still keep making mistakes? Yes. If you just sat down for a minute, you'll be surprised how much money you wasted on foolish things. Yes. Some of y'all need a real good vacation. Yes, yes. But you can't get no vacation because you keep blowing your money on foolish things. So guess what? The closest thing to your vacation, the closest thing to your vacation is what you see on YouTube or when somebody else is going to where you want it to go. That's the closest you're going to get to a vacation. Stop. Look at your life. Say, Take a pause and say, what am Okay, I need to think and change, think and do things differently. Okay, I don't have life insurance. Let me get life insurance. My life insurance ain't enough. Let me get that. 
These are natural things. But then jump into the spiritual things. Okay, I haven't been praying. I didn't pray all year. The only time I prayed is when we was in service and when we said, Lord, thank you for the food we're about to receive. Now, that was the only time you really, or the emergency happened. That was the only time you prayed and said, okay, from this point on, I'm going to start praying in the morning. Or I'm going to pray at whatever time. And get into the habit of starting to pray again. Amen. Get into the habit of reading your Bible again. Some of y'all, y'all ain't even read y'all word all year. All y'all read was Bible quotes on Facebook. So I say this year, I'm going to get into my word. I'm going to get into my word. I'm going to get into my word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get into my word. I'm going to read my Bible. And I'm going to just ask God to lead me. Amen. Come on, let's stand.